It's time for Only in Cartersville Bartow, brought to you by the Cartersville Bartow County Convention and Visitors Bureau. This podcast is where you'll learn what's going on in and around Cartersville and Bartow County. Cartersville, Georgia is an all-American city that truly is the embodiment of small-town Southern charm, with some sophisticated surprises. Today, we're going to chat with some of the people who make the Clarence Brown Conference Center run and thrive, including the man who the Conference Center was named after, Mr. Clarence Brown himself. But first... My name is Stephen Schumacher, and I'm the president of the Cartersville Bartow Convention and Visitors Bureau, CVB for short. And I'm in charge of all things tourism, marketing, sales for the amazing destination of Cartersville and Bartow County. You know, it's really nice up here. And I was thinking, how did you end up here of all places? Well, you can tell I'm not by this voice. I'm not originally from here. I am a New Englander born and raised in Connecticut, but we are about 10 years in now, uh, my wife and I having moved to Georgia back in 2013. I've been in the tourism industry and hotel sales for a good chunk of my career and got into the destination marketing game, which is what we are here over in Dunwoody, Georgia at Discover Dunwoody. I was the director of sales there for many years and uh, oversaw the organization through the COVID pandemic as the interim executive director. And that's where I kind of fell in love with running or potentially overseeing a, an organization like this on a full-time basis. And when this position opened up, when Alan Archer retired after, I think, about 25, 30 years of service, this destination spoke to me. It's it's a beautiful mix of rural and city, a lot of things to do, which we'll get into. And given that I found a path to do something like this and that opportunity coming after some training through a pandemic and doing some budgets and marketing and sales, this was the next great spot. And and you'll find a lot of things to do here for all different people, different walks of life from different parts of the country. And seeing that with my own two eyes during the interview process really showed that this was something I want to do long term. Okay. So you're talking about people coming from all over the place yeah. to visit. I had no idea this was up here, but there's so many great little towns in Georgia, especially in the South. I mean, historically, what is this place has to offer? Yeah, it's grown so much in many in more recent years, but still has that history from the downtown historic Cartersville and the train depot with our wonderful uh, downtown development authority and the city of Cartersville and their team. Shopping and dining is just incredible there. The, The train tracks obviously split the town in half and you might have to wait two, three minutes, sometimes 10 minutes to let that three-mile train go by. But plenty of shopping there, new restaurants, chef-inspired and owned restaurants. And then, of course, our museums, the museum footprint here, uh, the Booth Western Art Museum, which is a Smithsonian-affiliated museum, is right downtown next to the Bartow History Museum with all things about our county's history. And then just a bit up the road, you have our uh, TELUS Science Museum, from dinosaur bones, different rocks and geology, and uh, even an amazing planetarium and telescope too, to see the stars. And you even have a brand new car museum called the Savoy Automobile Museum, which opened Mm. up in 2021, uh, showcasing a a bunch of different cars from your classic cars, some as old as 120 years old uh, racing cars, to uh, different, they bring in different exhibits that rotate in and out of of all the museums, but especially the car museum. And then all the way up into Adairsville, which is one of our beautiful little small towns, We have the Barnsley Resort, which is uh, formerly known as Barnsley Garden. They've just been taken over by a new management company, and it's just booming up there. Beautiful property that has a golf course, sporting clays, horseback riding, beautiful restaurants, the Woodlands Grill, and of course, uh, places to stay. So those are some just some of the few of the many things that I think we'll get into in this podcast when we talk about what there is to do here in the county uh, and the city. 
that's a surprising that there's so yeah. much to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of people don't realize how much there is to do up here. I mean, historically, is there anything that people would not know? Something factual about, sure. okay, what happened here in sure. Bartow County? As a not from here originally, I, the history side of things, I would, and this is the, the salesman in me would say, well, you got to go to the Bartow History Museum to find out and pay their admission and go in there and check it out. But I know that one of the cool spots here historically is the Etowah Indian Mounds, the preserved mounds that are down here in Cartersville that will show you the, the really old history, hundreds, thousands, I would say, years old of the history of, of people who are, were here originally. We have a lot of African-American history as well with our Etowah Bush School and uh, the team there that we have that kind of preserves the history of African-Americans in this area, which also goes up to our George Washington Carver Park, which is known as Atlanta's first black beach during, unfortunately, segregated times. That was the beach that African-Americans visited. Um, And today, of course, everyone's welcome. And we have rental facilities up there at our Pine Acres Retreat and the Carver Park, too, to check that out. And then there's a beautiful museum called Rose Lawn, actually, that has some interesting history on uh, Sam Jones, which is the Billy Graham of his time, they say, as far as a preacher goes. But I won't say more about that. You'd have to go to the museum, say hi to Jane over there, and pop in and get the history of that house as well. So you could literally spend a whole entire week here and probably not get everything done historically. Absolutely. And I that's my goal because that means you're sleeping here. And that's part of what we do. Our, we are a nonprofit here. We're considered a 501c6 as a destination marketing organization or a CVB. And that comes with the hotel motel tax, gets divvied up among the city and the county, and then we get some of the portion of that that funds us. And our goal is to fund it directly back into tourism marketing and sales to get new visitors here to increase the hotel's you know busyness and have people stay, which will grow our budget and allow us to do bigger and better things like a podcast like this, which is something that's mm-hmm. newer technology and you know is, is not something that we can do on our own. I don't have this cool equipment that I'm looking at, and <laughs> that's why we brought you all in here to, to tell our story. So this seems like it's a, it's a good place for families too, so mm-hmm. kids can have plenty to do. The parents won't have to drag them into things that they don't want (laughs) to do, but it's good for the whole family. So do people come from all around the country? I can mm-hmm. see Chattanooga yep. is a good place. Of course, Atlanta is is pretty close too. Great question. We just actually got off a call with our uh, digital marketing team that shows this data where we can see based on website traffic, some of the crazy technology with your phone, tracking people mm-hmm. with your phones, what you're Googling, what you're searching. And we're finding that Southeast regionally is a huge hit for us, obviously. So your Birmingham's, Chattanooga, Greenville, South Carolina, Tallahassee, and of course, Metro Atlanta, coming up for the day or for a long weekend. So we, of course, are targeting there, but we're growing. We certainly want to get out even further. We're, we're doing different research to see where folks are coming from, maybe on their way to Disney World, and they're driving from a certain destination. We're maybe halfway or 60% of the way. Stay here. Don't stay in Atlanta. Stay with us. We love Atlanta, but stay with us and check out our museums for the day on your way to see the mouse, as we call it, or different different folks coming into the Southeast, different tour groups that we're going after. We have a wonderful director of sales named Meredith. Her goal is to go out and find different groups to come here from travel groups on tour buses or faith-based groups, state associations to do their meetings, which we'll talk soon about our conference center here and stay at our hotels. And while you're here, you know, dine, eat and, and visit and drink and have fun downtown at some of our restaurants that we will showcase on the podcast for sure. 
And there's plenty of room to stay. There's oh, yeah. plenty of accommodations in the general area. 36 hotels. They range from all different budget types, flagged properties up to the Barnsley Resort, which is our luxury resort here. So uh, off the highway, a little bit deeper into the city, um, there's new plans for some other hotel development too in the works. So there's a, every type of place you want to stay and every type of brand is available here in uh, Cartersville Bartow. So you don't have to join a convention to stay here. Correct. And that's why that Convention and Visitors Bureau name, we're kind of toying with our kind of our branding and who we are as an organization. The convention side, of course, conference side too, you'd call it, is what a big focus is for sales. But no, we and we we do understand that Atlanta and the surrounding area is the hub and spoke. Everything heartbeats off of Atlanta. We know that all these smaller little towns and cities would have a hard time if we didn't have Hartsfield-Jackson or even Chattanooga to the north as we're a nice in between destinations. So we certainly partner with these um, other cities and, and want folks to come in from that way. We're about an hour from, from Hartsfield up 75 to get into the county and visit anywhere in between and about an hour and 15 from Chattanooga. But no, it's any sort of traveler. In fact, we've always tackled that leisure traveler and only recently with the addition of the Courtyard Marriott that was built right here on our property at the Clarence Brown Conference Center have we been able to go after these groups because they can stay right next to the conference center where their meeting is and enjoy our museums and restaurants and everything in between. So, Stephen, you're the uh, president of the convention center, should I say for right now, the Bartow Convention Center. So who's your boss? So Clarence Brown's name is on the building. You might think him. That's our conference center here, and you'll hear from him as well. You might think it's the city. Is it the county? Um, And so it's really, it's multi-leveled. It's technically the board of directors. We have a wonderful board of directors that's mixed up with many different business owners in the county, as well as uh, tourism and hospitality folks. We have David Friedrich from... Barnsley, the general manager. He's our current treasurer and on our board. We have our development director of Savoy, Tom Chanel from the Savoy Museum. He's on our board as well. Cindy Williams from the chamber is on our board. So there's a lot of stakeholders in the market that make up our 12 board members. But then even on top of that, you could argue every hotel, every penny that comes in that we get comes from every single hotel. So we want to hear from them what they have to say what they're looking to get out, out from what we're trying to do to market their visitors that stay at their hotels and then the supporting partners in the market. So your restaurants, our museum partners, Lake Point, everything that's in the county that promotes tourism comes our way. And the good thing too, is when we talk about the taxes and things like that, when the residents are listening, we're not being paid by the citizens here. They're getting the benefit of us getting these from the hotels they're not staying at the hotels. They live here. So it's great. We're getting the travelers to pay into this. And then we can fund this to support people coming here. And I, I was at a meeting that last week speaking to some folks and a guy from Rydal, who's just a small town here, said to me, you're doing a great job, but can you do me a favor and find a way to tell them to come visit, but not stay? It's getting crowded here. And I said, listen, I said, it's all on you because you, the local people, the citizens that make this place so friendly for business, for visitors, you're doing a great job because people are visiting here, but then they're staying here or moving here because it's the population is growing. People like this county. It's it's a very friendly place to set up shop for a business or to raise a family. Our current government officials from the county level to all of the cities are just doing a wonderful job of that. But of course, my focus is to get them to come sleep in a hotel and of course go home. So that's my ultimate goal. Do you find a lot of people are really discovering how great smaller Southern towns are as a result of just a simple visit or even this podcast will 
help them figure out, hey, I want to go visit a really nice small southern town. Absolutely. The the southern charm thing is real. It's there for a reason. Uh, and our big hub centers like your Chattanooga and Savannah's and Greenville and Asheville, they, they of course, preach that and that's their bread and butter. And we kind of are part of that family too, of that small town feel. And I, you know, I have to thank Governor Kemp and the state of Georgia for what they did during COVID to keep this state moving. And a lot of that was pushed out this way. Atlanta decided to take their own path, shut down a little bit longer, a little bit more. And that made it where these smaller towns outside of the city were the viable option to go. I know living nearby here and a resident of Georgia, we went up to Blue Ridge, we went up into, into LJ and everything during COVID at the peak of it. And thankfully, through that process, we were able to stay as open as possible, have guests come here, go outside, the museums reopened and practice, you know, safe distancing and all of that. But it certainly showcased these smaller destinations. And we are part of a larger association called the Georgia Association of CVBs, where we all get together a couple times a year and share ideas. And that's one of the things we all spoke about at more recent conferences and our conferences coming up is that these smaller towns are being supported by these visitors because they want something different. They, they've they done the big city feel, the theme park feel, and they want to try something new and, and different. And Cartersville, being a small town, has that and more by having world-class museums and a beautiful resort and a lot of shopping and dining in a historic downtown. So I think that's why you hear the name of this podcast is only in Cartersville, Bartow, because mm-hmm. a lot of things that we will be talking about in this journey is are things that you can only find here. Here's the retired commissioner of Bartow County and namesake of the Clarence Brown Conference Center, Clarence Brown. I'm uh, Clarence Brown, a former commissioner of Bartow County. Been retired probably 10 years. Uh, retired in 2012, the end of 2012, and uh, served as commissioner for 21 and a half years, 21, four months or something. I've never met anybody before in my life that has had such a a prominent building named after them before. What was it like when you first saw this, when you saw your name up there on the building? What were your thoughts? I'm not sure, I guess, in all. I guess it was thrilling, you know. I'm not sure how I felt, but to walk into the building... See my picture in the corner over there, the painting and and how they did that. And the name on the floor, you know, that was, I got to say that probably one of the most exciting things was that college. This was just as exciting to see my name on a building, but there's been a lot of things happening in Bartow County, you know. And I love Visty Savoy. The cars, I like the old cars. It got me thinking about, you know, you've listed off a number of accomplishments in Bartow County. Is there something that you're most proud of? Something that sticks in your mind and goes, you know what? That was pretty, that was pretty great. Well, when you walk into this building, the first thing you see on the floor is my name on it. And in the beginning, I didn't like that. You know, I mean, there was a board that uh, had went out and looked at other places how to build a civic center. Of course, I was meeting with the board, but they were doing the work of looking at places on what to build and how to build it. But when they wanted to put my name on it, I thought, no, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. And so the meeting adjourned, and they never did, you know, bring it up again. And so my wife told me, you know, she said, you know, you probably need to quit thinking about yourself, start thinking about your kids and your grandkids. 
And so when they brought it up again, I said, do what you want to, you know. And they said, leave the room. And, of course, I think Paul Ballas and Parent Jennings and uh, Jennifer Wiggins, I think, who is on this board here. I can't remember all their names, but they decided to put my name on it, you know, and that was exciting. But all these compliments, I have to say, they came from God. I didn't have the ability to do it, but through Him working and some zonings that took place, too, you know, it was I had some pretty tough stuff to deal with, you know, like Toyota Tire. <laughs> you know, they wanted to run me out of the county when I, when I approved Toyota Tire to come here. But let me tell you another thing that was really big time. Mayor Mike Fields and myself, along with David Archer, he would come in and I'd have my attorney sitting and we would talk and say, we need to build an industrial park. The city couldn't afford it to build it and buy the land and put the infrastructure in. The county couldn't afford it, but together we could afford it. And so up on Caswhite Road, we built a big-time industrial park. That was a big accomplishment. The last meeting I had in this facility was with a company that came into that park. And uh, we had built it and paid for it with plus money. The land was all clear. And we were able to get the first big company to come in, was able to give them the property. And I remember being um, in a meeting here with that company and the mayor and several other people. There was a good group. Some of the industrial members and all that were here. And uh, I think James Jarrett, Thomas Strickland, some of those were here. Uh, and I remember at that time I smoked pipe. And uh, so the guy was a board member of this big-time company. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name now. But the first one that went into the park, all of them had come back into that. We had taken a break, and all of them had come back into this uh, boardroom here. And then this guy that was on that board were out there, and he was smoking a cigarette, and I lit up my pipe. So we just chatted, and I said, well, let's, let's just make a deal, you and I. I said, what you, is it going to take? Because this company is pretty big. And uh, he said, the free property up front. And I said, let's do it. <laughs> and so we came back in, and we told everybody, we got a deal here. And this company now, they make Mercedes parts, and they make BMW parts. And that's the one that's in the park now. And they wanted to be in between because the BMW parts that they're making is in North Carolina. And the Mercedes parts that they build it are in Alabama. So they were trying to get in between somewhere. And I don't think the uh, Alabama liked that too much because they build the Mercedes over there, you know. But anyway, man, this guy that was on the board of this company made a deal. But anyway, uh, that was the first one to get into the park. And that was the last meeting I had 
in this board run without company. It takes a full staff to run a convention center. Let's check in with Penny Davis, the GM of the Clarence Brown Conference Center, and find out what it takes to run the center and what it has to offer. I'm Penny Davis. I am the general manager for the Clarence Brown Conference Center, and I've been with the Conference Center since we opened our doors in 2010. So how did you get this job? Where were you before this? I was actually with the Downtown Development Authority here in Cartersville. So I went from their event coordinator to event sales and coordinator here for the conference center and then eventually became the GM. Okay. Yeah. So So I got a background in events and sales. What is a, a typical day entail for you here? Well, we host a a variety of events, so it's different every day. There's no typical day here for sure. We host everything from weddings to corporate trainings to trade shows to expos. So the day depends on exactly what we're hosting and what our client needs are for that day. So, But there's more to do here than just the, the conventions, right? Absolutely. Other than trainings, conventions, trade shows, obviously we have to keep the building clean and operational. We do have an operations manager that is like a facilities manager who who runs the daily operations such as HVAC and cleaning and janitorial. So our staff also not only services the clients, but we also, for lack of a better word, keep up the building. And that's why it's pristine when you walk in the door and that's the way we want to keep it, so. All right. Most people don't really know this is here. Right. So what's a really good attraction that could get people here? Well, obviously, in regards to the conference center, we're a full-service conference center. Mm -hmm. And once a client walks in the door for maybe a site tour or something like that, they obviously fall in love with the building. We have the best technology. We're conducive to corporate training. We have a 14,000-square-foot ballroom, breakout spaces, auditorium. So they automatically say, this is it. This This is where we need to train. Outside of that... The many attractions that we have in Cartersville are wonderful downtown, our upscale restaurants, our Smithsonian-sanctioned museums, three of them now, also offer something for the client to do while they're not here, maybe overnight in one of our hotels. And, you know, when they finish training during the day, they go to one of the museums or downtown to one of our wonderful restaurants. So not only do we have a great conference center, we have great attractions around it to keep people here. And that's why the conference center was built, is to promote those economic dollars, that economic development, and bring revenue money, tourism money, to Bartow County and Cartersville. So people think of conventions, they always think of a big city, you know, downtown Atlanta, we got Vegas. It's just, there's so much congestion down there, and it seems so high paced what's what's the difference up here and, and i think that's part of the attraction these days especially now i think people are looking for a, a more peaceful place somewhere that, that they can go that's a little bit more quiet but yet convenient we're right off 75 you know maybe a, a half a mile off of 75 north so we're you know we're out of atlanta and we're out of the hustle and bustle and i think it gives them time to concentrate and accomplish what their needs are as far as hosting the conference in the first place so yeah i think that people are really looking towards that okay <clears throat> 
So how's the food here? We have a preferred catering list, and we hold our caterers to a a higher standard. We do offer in-house beverage services, coffee services, continental breakfasts, and things like that. So the food is excellent. We get a lot of compliments on our food, and let's face it, when you go to a conference, you want two things that are good. That's coffee, which is wonderful, and I'll go into that in just a few minutes, (laughs) and good food. Because that's what keeps people energized and fueled and their brains ready and open to to learn and prosper. So our food is excellent because we hold our caterers to a really higher standard. So, Okay, that, that was one of my main questions because I always think of convention centers. You have all these people and then it's the... All right, what do you want, the chicken or the fish? Yeah. Uh, But obviously that's different here. Yeah, we do have a wonderful food and beverage service. And I, you know, I think that's part of our, you know, 98% retention rate, which is what we have with our corporate clients. You know, they keep coming back for a couple of reasons, but, and I do want to touch on that coffee. One thing unique about the coffee, because to me that's a very important part of the conference, is that it is locally sourced. It is locally roasted. It's roasted on Wednesday in Adairsville from Community Coffee, and then they send it here on Thursday and we serve it for the next few days. So that's a little unique plug about our coffee service that you don't always get everywhere else. There's not a pot. It's it's locally roasted, brewed, and served here. So it's nice. Yeah, no kidding. Take, yeah. People take their coffee seriously. They do take so their coffee seriously. It's a very important part. Wow. I think another reason, too, that folks, our 98% retention rate is, is where we're standing is because of our staff. And that's another unique thing about this conference center is that, especially nowadays, customer service is just, it's important to people. It's important for people to feel good about where they're at, to feel welcome about where they're at. And we've got the right people in place. Our staff takes ownership of the building. They take ownership of the conference and the client when they walk in the door. You immediately feel welcomed here and feel like you're going to be taken care of. I don't care how many presentations you've made all over the United States, when you're going to a different venue or when you're new as a presenter or a conference coordinator, you always wonder, did I make the right decision about the venue? Or is the staff going to take care of me? Are we going to have any AV problems? Those problems are rest assured before they get here with the pre-planning. And then as soon as you walk in the door, you know you're going to be taken care of. So, so Penny, there's one thing that uh, we did not mention on this, and that is a big building sitting right next to this big building. What is that that is so important? Oh, absolutely. And that is another convenience for our clients, especially our corporate travelers, as well as our weddings our wedding parties. And that is the construction of the Marriott Courtyard. I think two and a half years now, they've been partnering with us to take care of our clients. And of course, we take care of theirs. So that's just a big asset. Another asset for the conference center is having that space for heads and beds right here on campus. Do you do weddings here? We do. We do. During the week, corporate trainings, things like that. On the weekends, trade shows, expos, but mostly 
weddings. And we do a lot of cultural weddings. Um, We do a lot of Hindu weddings, Nigerian weddings. And I think the reason why we do so many cultural weddings is because we actually speak the language of the ceremonies. We know so much about what their needs are to make their events successful. So Hindu weddings, Nigerian weddings, quinceaneras, we just prosper as because we know what we're doing in, in that familiarity. Find out more about the Clarence Brown Conference Center and to book your event by visiting brownconferencecenter.com. Thanks for listening to Only in Cartersville, Bartow, brought to you by the Cartersville, Bartow County Convention and Visitors Bureau. To find out more about Cartersville and Bartow County, go to visitcartersvillega.org. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Director. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jinrei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.